All right, Anthony on Air Podcast, back for another episode. Frankie C's in the house, which is great. Always good to have him here. We're talking about this explosive new confession from an ex-girlfriend of Jeffrey Epstein. This is not clickbait. Your jaw is going to drop a couple times when we discuss that. On the lighter side of things, uh, Kim Kardashian's hologram thing we're going to talk about. Light is a pun there. Yeah, and maybe maybe the thing that's going to salvage 2020 for a lot of people will uh will get into that as well. What could that be? I know. <laughs> like people didn't see it in the description or the uh thumbnail. <laughs> anyway, uh Rena O is 41 years old. So there's this investigative thing called Broken Seeking Justice and and they track down this Rena O and it's These are civilians? Uh, yeah, it's like, no, it's like this reporter does it, and oh, okay, it's this like really super intense uh, interaction that they have because I, you know, I, I was I was looking at it, reviewing it, and I'm going, I don't know if this woman is, you know, like when you first get it, you're like, this woman should be in prison, like was she, I don't like, investigators are going to be knocking on her door next. And then you kind of go through it and you find yourself in that place where we've been, where we've talked about, like, where it's like, is this, a, is this, you know, a co-conspirator or is this a victim? You know, like you, you kind of don't right. know. So here's all the stuff that we learned from this interaction. She's 41 years old. She lives in Jersey. She's an artist. It's important to keep that in mind. She's married to a man named Vincent Amen, like Amen. Vincent Amen was named as one of five unindicted co-conspirators in Michael Jackson's trial. So when Michael Jackson was in the trial, he was named as one of the co-conspirators. So he knew Michael Jackson. She knew Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, talk about an all-star game of sleaze, you know? Yeah. Um, it's that's like the fact that but but you could almost kind of understand how these two found each other. So she says early on that Epstein was the older, richer boyfriend that she had in the early 2000s. And she said that he constantly pestered her to bring other women to his Upper East Side mansion. She said she was not concerned when he made her take the then 17-year-old Virginia Roberts Jeffrey shopping with a request. And the request was that she go out, take her out, to get her a school, a little schoolgirl outfit. He, that's the face. The fra- face that Frank no just good. made is the face that I made when I read that for the first time. And everybody watching this just made that face. I think S- same exact face. Like, you know, where are you at as a person when your boyfriend, right, goes take this girl out and go buy her a little schoolgirl outfit? Yeah, and seventeen is not is not legal. I don't think, and not in this not in this state. So, well, it's interesting that you bring that up. Um, she says, "I wasn't asking any questions. I just did as I was told." And you don't ask questions. That's rude when dealing with a billionaire. That's rude. Oh, God forbid you should be rude. Right? Are you kidding me. Could you imagine? She felt like it was rude to be like, what's going on here? Let's see, rude or, or uh, you know, aid someone in, in a devious sexual act. I mean, could you mm. imagine? Could you imagine for a second? Now, granted, we're not billionaires, but could you imagine for a second if you told your wife or I told my wife, don't ask any questions, just do as you That's where told. it stops. I can't imagine that right there. <laughs> You could end it right there. Don't ask any questions. I can't imagine having any amount of money where I would say something like that to my wife. Don't I mean, ask I, any questions. I actually do say that to my wife when I want to make a joke. When I'm like, just don't ask any questions. Yeah. Do what you're told. Like that's sure. And she laughs if at you're me. You're joking, as she should be. Um, right. This idea, and but I, I feel like that's like a little insight into how all this stuff happens. Like you want to get granular on this. Like this is how this happens you have these incredibly wealthy powerful people just pushing around their influence to people that are so susceptible to that where she literally felt like if i question this what, it would what be would rude. she think the 
the repercussion would be. All right, so the guy's a billionaire. What does he? What would he do if you said uh, why? I think she thought that she would be out. I think that's the repercussion. I don't think that it's the like repercussion is that you don't get to be with him. Yeah, you don't get the access. You don't get the okay because the background on this is she's. You know, she was, I, I don't know, like, she's 41 now, so in 2000, she was 21. 20 years, yeah. Yeah, so 20 years old, 20 years old. And she's an art student, and she finds this billionaire, and she thinks, and this is, I'm, I'm quoting her, she thinks, I found a patron of the arts here, and I found somebody that's going to buy my art, and I found somebody that's going to finance me to do what I love to do. And the idea yeah, that you but, might lose that, I think, is terrifying to some people. I mean, I don't think that there's much of a difference between what she said and people who are just with rich older guys because they love the, the cars and the vacations and all that. Which is fine. We'll be with a rich older guy if you want to just be with a rich older guy. I get it. But... There's got to be, I mean, you can't just sit back and let him do. What if he said, here, take this body and dump it in the, you know, the dumps or in the ocean or whatever. Do you not ask a question or, or you're right. your morals? Once, once you decide I'm with this guy because he's a billionaire, your morals are just gone. I mean, that can't be. You're right. You still, you still have to have some shred of morals here. You're right. But I think that, I think people like this, it's not that they're, giving up morals, but I think their standards tend to change. Standards of what? I mean, like, you know, like if, if any guy asked a woman to go take out another woman and get an outfit, I don't think that they would necessarily do that. But when she's faced with this situation, she's like, I'm not going to ask any questions. It's not my business. You know what I mean? It is your business. <laughs> I feel like it's, I, I, don't, I mean, if he went out and did it, yeah. But she's directly involved now. Well, and I don't know if did it, you still ask questions, but he's direct, she's now directly he's now directly involving her. Well, because you're insinu but you're I think you're insinuating love. <laughs> I don't think okay. there was love. Yeah, there's no love. Which isn't which hey, if there was love, then you could almost understand her not asking questions. But if there's no love, then you ask questions. Like you know, if it's your husband of your wife you kind of give benefit of the doubt, but with this, you kind of have to bring up some, Hey, what am I doing here? What, <laughs> what's the end game on this? Well, and that's the other thing too. keep in mind. She's 21, right? right? I'm not yeah, saying it's right. Young, she's exactly. That's no, uh, true. She's how naive, how, I guess. Exactly. How many younger, more stupid things that we do when we were 21? Granted, not this horrible, but still, New. uh, she says, uh, it didn't concern her because 17 to me is not a child. 17 is a minor. 17 is not a child. And 17 is the legal age in New York State. In most states, 17 is legal. End quote. I thought 18 was the universal, or it should be. or No, every state's different. Isn't it always 18? I know, I know it's different in every state, but I, always, I grew up in New York. I always thought 18 is... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I never found myself in a situation where I was like, "Wait, let me where check the age to, consent." Yeah, let me check this a second. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta look. This I think up. when you're Google, yeah, when you're, <laughs> as soon as you go to Google that, it's uh, a sign. Don't do it. You're in trouble. Yeah, no, not a good move. No. Um, she later changes her mind during the course of the interview, though. She says later on, "I think it's disgusting seeing forty-year-old men with twenty-year-olds. They're children." I think it's disgusting and I'm so traumatized. She also realizes she uh, she also claimed that she now realizes that Jeffrey was brought in to serve a purpose. She says, and I quote, like she was groomed to do this at an early age. He's not the only one who was involved. She stressed, but she did not elaborate. Meaning there were more people. Uh, during this conversation, Jeffrey had accused. Um, I shouldn't say during the conversation. During this time, Jufree had accused O of joining Epstein in abusing her, which she denied. So Jufree said she that, denied that she got abused. Yeah, that, that O also joined in on the abuse. 
She said, uh, oh, of this said, I'm just letting you know what she accused me of doing is a complete fabricated lie. My part of the story is I did not abuse anyone, period. Uh, she freely admitted, though, to taking three women to Epstein's Manhattan mansion, including, and I'm going to butcher this, I'm sorry, Marichki Chartuni, a former model who was also accused, O oh, of joining in on the abuse. Nao said the women were, quote, people who knew about him, wanted to meet him. I brought uh, Marichke in because Epstein kept asking me to bring my friends. O also denied abusing her, but said I was in the room when Marichke and I were both victimized by Epstein. So as this as this woman is interviewing Renee O, she's starting to say more things. And towards the end, she goes, well, I was in the I was victimized. We were both victimized basically at the same time, which is a different account than what this other young lady is saying, which is that she was, you know, they, they were both in on taking advantage of her. Is Ghislaine involved in any of this? Not in any of this, no. And I think this is sort of in that... Post-Ghislaine? Yeah, I think so. Or or maybe when she wasn't around as often. Um, and it's it sounds like he replaced her almost with this, with this girl because he was constantly right. encouraging her to bring people around. But I want to dive into this one part, which is so bizarre, is that she says, Renee O says, people knew about him and wanted to meet him. <laughs> Lost some of the Skittles. <laughs> they were um, not as dirty as I thought. Go ahead. That's, I mean, that's, that's kind of strange. Now, granted, this is 2000, so this is before anything public has come about. But this idea of, like, people wanted to meet him. Like, you can just see how easy this was to do. And how we got away with it for so long. Yeah. I, I mean, how someone, how, I mean, I, I, you don't know until you're in the situation, I guess, but how what, at least one person, there seems to be, there seems to be so many people involved that one person at, in the 30 odd years that he's been, that he was doing this should have been like uh, red flag. Wait a second. But again, you don't know all these people could be victims and you can't blame the victim if they're, you know, they're under duress or something. But it's got to be one person who wasn't a victim that could be like, hey, I think this guy had servants everywhere. This guy had, uh, you know, chauffeurs and people he dealt with all the time. This, not one person over the however many years came forward and said, hey, check out this guy. Right. Uh she addresses that, and uh, and and we're going to address it, but we do have to pause to talk about our Hero Soap Company, so stick around Go for that. It. Let me just tell you about this really quickly, because they're a proud sponsor of the podcast. Huge, grab my Skittles. Huge supporters of the podcast. Um, best soap I've ever had, and it's an extraordinary company owned by a veteran, and of course, it's, uh, you know, they, if you buy a bar of soap, they... Send a bar of soap to the troops. If you buy a bar of soap, they use some of the proceeds to buy, uh, to build mortgage-free homes for our veterans. They're extraordinary. It's all natural. No power bands. Those are preservatives. They're chemicals. You don't want them involved. The Skittles don't want to be on the coat rack. Skittles are going to stay on the ground. That's fine. It's just the way you don't <laughs> want your power bands in your soap, which most national brands have power bands in them. Hero Soap does not. Uh, which means this will actually go bad if you don't use it after a while because it's made with real. This is the way soap was supposed to be made without short. I haven't heard a single complaint about any of this, by the way. I've read, you know, the reviews the, from our people in the comments. People that have been using it. They rave about it. Yeah. And it, that makes me feel so great because I, if I like it, I feel like other people will like it. And to actually see the other people coming through and being like, yeah, this is really, really good. Uh, that brings me a lot of happiness. And of course, when you support them, you're supporting the podcast. 
If you uh, open up your camera app and point it at the screen right now, that'll take you right to our special page, or you can click the link in the description or click the banner <laughs> at anthonyonair.com and uh, you'll get taken right over to the Hero Soap Company site so you can buy. And you can sign up for a subscription. They'll send however much soap to your house, however often you want. You'll save 20% off when you use the promo code Anthony on that one. So, yeah, to get back, what you said is so interesting, Frank. And here's what she had to say about that. She about, says... Yeah, not people not coming forward out of all the people that he knew. Yeah, she goes, I was tricked from the beginning to the end. Everybody is tricked. You're shown a bunch of different cards throughout the process. It's like a recruitment process. I wish I didn't bring anyone there. I wish I didn't go there, but I went there for a reason. My husband was involved with Michael Jackson for a reason. Between the two of us, we know everything that we need to know. I had to be victimized to understand what happens to victims. Between the two of us, we do talk about that all the time. Um, so, you know, she says like, it's a, it's a, it's a shell, it's a game. It's a card. Like you, if you're Epstein and you get somebody like Renee O around or Ghislaine Maxwell around, and then you do whatever, and then you encourage them and you, you offer them something that they need in this woman's particular case. I don't know what Ghislaine's reasoning is, but you know, I'll buy your art. I'll, you know, and she admits he spent money on her. He gave her things, you know? He bought art pieces from her and everything else. And then you go bring some friends around. And then you get into that point where you're like, I don't want to lose this. So I'll, you know, and then it, it gets even worse. It gets even worse for you because then you're talking to other people and they're like, oh, I want to meet Jeffrey. And you know how bad it is, but you're like reasoning with yourself like she was like, I, I they want to meet him. He wants to meet them. Yeah, it's I'm a not gradual doing anything process. wrong I, here. I think in our in my head, especially, I'm thinking, you know, it's not just the guy or whoever that comes up to a stranger and says, "Here's the deal. Let's go up to this guy's house." It's not like that. It's a long con, and it's a right. It's it's a head game that they that's played with these people, right? And you know, people fall victim to it, and it's it's. I guess it's a hard thing not to to fall for. You know, it, it is for. These, it, for People who need stuff that, you know, you provided for them, they're going to they're gonna trust you a little more. It is. And he's li he literally has figured out, like, his, his talent has become figuring out what people need and how to serve it to them. Exploiting it. Exploit yeah. it to get what he, yeah. Um, Renee O and Virginia Jufri do not get along uh, because of the accusation against O. Uh, o says that Virginia Jufri was not, uh, she she blew up that photo of Virginia and uh, Prince Andrew, and she says it's a fake. You know she you know she, she says that Virginia's you know full of a lot of hot air and this and that. But it's also interesting the timing because they opened up the victims fund so that victims of Epstein can get monetary monetarily compensated, and it was right around that time that O came out and said, "Oh, I'm a victim too," in all of this. So for the detractors out there that don't believe she's a victim, there's another little nugget of like, there's other motive. Like, yeah. Victims. You can't, I mean, if they're a true victim, they're going to come forward when they're ready. You know, you can't. Yeah. But if they're faking it, you know, then that's another angle that people sometimes take advantage of, I guess. So, yeah, it's gotta be, I'm sure there's records of this woman being there or something. No, I mean, I think, no, it's, they, they've all so that's the other interesting part about this. They've all corroborated each other. Like Virginia acknowledges that she took her out shopping. Oh, so they're all aware of each other. They all. Yeah. OK. And that's what this Marachki. I'm so sorry that I'm just butchering that name, uh, you know, but that's what basically she said at the end of it. She, you know, even though Renee didn't admit to doing something to her, just the pure acknowledgement that Renee said, I, I did see her being victimized uh that was like a that was a little bit of, of of peacefulness for her because she's like at least somebody is acknowledging you know that this was done right so um well there you go jaws are, jaws are dropped more and just more and more of this comes forward yeah because nothing it, nothing good has come forward you know it's not like every time something comes out 
it's another damning, yeah. horrible thing. And nothing ever comes out where you go, oh, well, okay, that's, that's, that's one for their side, you know. Well, the victim's fund was bad. good. That was the one, that was a bright spot, at least. But I think, I don't think we're going to see another good thing until we see Ghislaine Maxwell, you know. Right. But no, I mean, like, another hidden, like, uh, part of the puzzle. The victim's fund, I think, was we all kind of knew about, didn't when When did that come out? Uh, just a few, I don't know, we did it a, a, a few episodes ago. I can't tell. Time yeah. is a... And at least, is... I mean, that was like a public thing, though. It wasn't, like, part of the the trial, right? Yeah, uh, yes, it wasn't part of the trial, no. It's two separate things. No, I mean, like, yeah, in terms of the investigation, whenever something comes out, it's always something incredibly damning and yeah. terrible. Yeah. So, I mean, this is like, but now I wonder, like, I would imagine the next call this woman is going to get is from investigators. If she hasn't already. I mean, I feel like they knew. If we know about it, they probably knew about it. They knew it about it a while ago. ago. Yeah. Had to. Has to. I mean, how the hell do we know about it and they don't? Or yeah. they're, they're just hearing about it at the same time we are? That can't be. I don't think they're hearing about it at the same time we are, but it's amazing how much people will admit to media. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think she gives the same answers to questions if she's sitting in a, a questioning room at a, at a police precinct or FBI. I would imagine she would give more there. I, I don't know. I don't know. There's something because about just you're giving an interview that I think kind of relaxes people to, you know, say a little bit. Because, like, even in this thing, like, she was very guarded at first, and then things got intense, and she let out a little bit more. And then it was after the interview concluded that she came out and said that she was, you know, victimized. You know, that, that came a, a little bit of a time later. But So, I mean, like, if you're being interviewed by, like, the FBI, say, and uh, or cops or whoever... They have ways to, you know, to get things yeah. out of you that you wouldn't even volunteer. It's just, it just comes out, you know, like, it's not really, I don't know if it's intimidation or if it's like they offer deals. I mean, if there could be also stuff, we, we don't even know how many, like, is this woman now going to be part of like the, you know, the, the bad side where she's going to be prosecuted? Or is she going to be someone that helps the law enforcement? You know, wh how much of this is, is against her and how much of this um, is she going to be able to help everybody? Yeah, you know? like kind of like what we said during with the chef. Now, now's the time right. to help. Now's the time to spill all the beans, yeah. you know, before it's, you know, before it's all over. Yeah. Before this is in the past get everything out now because she says epstein's not the only guy and then when she doesn't elaborate on it you know so if she knew or knows of and can confirm other people well that's good that's all the stuff that they're releasing now right that's all the names and and things that was approved to be released i that mean we the, haven't gotten you the deposit that deposition came out that nothing there was nothing really it gave us a little bit of insight, you know, to didn't give us more names, really. not more names. No, no. Which so she knows a hope. she has in her head more people than this, than the paperwork or whatever that uh, the hundreds of documents show. Yeah. She has more stuff in her head. Whoops. Yeah. All right. Hang on. I'm in the. There so there's that internet. if there's ever uh, if there's an update on I, I mean, I would imagine like this Sarah Kellen, like the girlfriends, like the ones that were labeled girlfriends who, you know, may not have actually been girlfriends, but maybe you could actually consider them like higher in ranks in his little twisted system. I think they're going to be, you know, become more important. Renee, Sarah, like, I think we're going to hear about more of them over the next few months and what they know and what they can offer. I can't imagine how many there must be over the years. There's got to uh, be yeah. dozens. And, and she also, to bring it back to the chef, she also alluded to there being like 15 people working at each one of his homes. Exactly. How this has been under the table so long. Yeah. He had to, he had to have so many victims. It's, it's unbelievable. Like even let's say uh, the person who 
you know, the, the, the maid. Let's say there's someone who cleans in a house. I mean, I'm sure this person stumbled across stuff they weren't meant to. And had to, you know, either there's one of two things happen. Either this person didn't care about it or Epstein had something on, on them or like, you know, either threatened or offered them uh, like your mom's sick. Here's money. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like that. Who, who knows? And again, he knew how to prey on victims. So I'm sure whoever he hired to work in his house or be this or do that, you know, and Glenn helped hire them. I'm sure they fit, they fit the, uh, you know, the profile yeah. of it's exactly. Like, it's like a cult when people like, get pulled into a cult. They're just, they're looking for something and these people provide it. And, and then you fall, you know, you fall victim to it. It's yeah. It's tragic. Kanye's making news again. He got a very unique this, gift for Kim Kardashian. I can't, I can't. What do you think about about this? I think it's weird because, well, you know what? I, it's not. Kim seemed to love it. Right. She, you know, she said she tweeted out or whatever that it was an amazing thing. She kept watching it. That how she it brought her to tears. And so job well done, I guess, on Kanye's part. However, as an outsider watching this thing, the first one of the first things that he says from beyond the grave references what I can only imagine is farting. A poofy or whatever he called it. Poofy or something, a foopy or So Kanye got her <laughs> a hologram of her father. Who's obviously passed on. And uh, here's, I'll just play a little bit of it here. Happy birthday, Kimberly. Look at you. You're 40 and all grown up. You look beautiful, just like when you were a little girl. I watch over you and your sisters and brother and the kids every day. Sometimes I drop hints that I'm around, like when you hear someone make a big peefy. Or when you peefy. make a big peefy. Remember when I would drive you to school in my tiny Mercedes every day and we would listen to this song together? All right, obviously we can't play the song. Yeah, no, but I mean, how do you get the voice? I'm sure that's got to be an actor that somewhat sounds like him. Yeah. Uh, he and that's not just a video. That's a hologram. That's, that's a hologram. That's, like he's standing that right was, there. Like he was standing in her house. Yeah. The it looked really great except for the eyes. The eyes seemed a little like video Computer-y. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it looks but really that's phenomenal. That's close enough. That's you give it another fifteen years, it's gonna be like there's a person, another person in the house. Which goes back to the other. Remember the kid we talked about? I don't know how healthy all of this kind of thing really is. I know it's. Hey, you know what? Very comforting. We to, don't know. Yeah, I mean, look at the Kim has a positive experience with it, right? I mean. It's only been a day, but so so. Let me say this: the long term effect of this. Let, let me say this: this is kind of like, you know, like when your when your four year old comes to you and is like, "Look, I drew you," and he shows you just a scribble thing, and you're like, "This is beautiful," you know, like I uh-huh. I I felt a little of that in there because her message, <laughs> like treating Kanye like a four year old. Yeah, her message on Twitter was so over the top, you know, for my birthday, Kanye got me the most thoughtful gift of a lifetime, a special surprise from heaven, a hologram of my dad. It's so lifelike. We watched it over and over. I can't even describe what this meant to me and my sisters and my brother and my mom and closest friends to experience together. Thank you so much, Kanye, for this memory that will last a lifetime. Like it felt a little bit like that to me, but I I have to admit, like I'm going to put this hologram up on the fridge. <laughs> like ah, oh, what a great job you did put the hologram in the garage and then you're in there getting a water or two in the morning like holy shit, oh god damn oh, dad holy crap <laughs> how do you turn that thing on is it just like hitting play on a dvd player oh my god no but i have so to be ad- lights and things yeah no. i know i have to admit that i watched the whole two minute clip that was it was touching. It kind of won me over yeah. a little bit. It was like it is, you know. It's, 
It's like a greeting card. You know what, though? You don't know. Like, if you knew the person, you could instantly go, well, this isn't how that he would talk. Or this isn't how he would. He stood there, you know. It, it would look instantly fake to you if you knew the person. Yeah. Or it would look instantly real to you. You know, I'm sure Kim and uh, especially, uh, um, what's her name? The, uh, her, her mother, Kim's mother. Uh, Chris? Chris, yeah. I'm sure she, above everybody else, because she, the kids were all young, I think, when he when he passed away. I'm sure she, out of everybody, looked at it and said whether it was a hundred, you know, this is dead on him, yeah, or this is just a weird, you know, computer game. I mean, I think it, it even if you get close enough, like this thing did, it, it's you're probably just so overwhelmed that it's standing there talking to you, and you're that's like, true. Your mind kind of fills in the, the gaps. Voice. How yeah. do they get? You know, it's got to be an actor providing the voice, but how do you get someone that that matches so well or again i don't know i mean i again i i feel like if you just submit like so like you and i for instance i think we've done enough shows that after we die somebody can take everything that we've ever said and computer generate the rest and fill in the gaps so you don't even think it's an actor you think it's just audio that was compiled and put into a computer program and the sounds were made by the computer. Yeah, a little of both. I think I think you can you can have it's somebody like a modulation. Yeah, you can analyze it so much, and instead of the Siri voice, you could just put that tone exactly over all the text. And yeah, that's why that's why I'm saying like if if this if I'm Kim, if I'm the person who lost somebody, I'm gonna be like, this is so fantastic. But I can't help but pulling back a little bit and going, how far away are we from somebody dying and people being like, guess what? For just $20,000, we could bring your loved one back in hologram form. And we could put these little special lights all throughout your house and they could walk around and you could interact with dad every everywhere. day. Just be everywhere. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. Just be you everywhere. You lean against the wall and you hit a switch and it just comes on. You come home and there's dad sitting on the couch drinking a beer. Oh. How far away are we from that? And they interact with you the way they would have. And, and then at... <laughs> eventually it's just you and a house full of hologram <laughs> you walk in and you kind of elbow to elbow with everybody all right guys eventually we got to say goodbye at some point one day yeah one day you decide why am i dealing with the real people let me just get a bunch of holograms in here pack the place with people that you know that i enjoy that i like that like, yeah, never years from now your house is just filled with ancestors that yeah. you just never deleted off the hologram computer yeah you have great uncle, uh, whatever the hell from two from a hundred years ago. He's just uh, he's in your you know using the bathroom. How like, uh, <laughs> far away are we from this? Not it, far. It is. I don't know, but I feel like we were here at this point ten years ago. Didn't they did this with Tupac? They did this with Michael Jackson. Yeah, but that they was the hologram thing. But that was like up at a stage with it's still. They were dancing with around, and you know, it, 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 they were, had dancers next to the hologram. It was it was freaky. Yeah, but it was up on a it stage like up on a screen. in a professional concert setting with all the lighting rigs and everything. They were on an island somewhere for for the love of God. Like, I mean, come when on. You have built when you have uh, millions and millions and whatever. You could set that crap up in your own. You know, you could set up a concert in your on your private island. I, I I don't disagree, but it's still a step in this direction. It's still a step in the direction of of dad replacing Alexa in your house one day. You know, you come home and instead of hearing the that voice, you hear dad's voice. Imagine imagine that like you dad come home. Dad turn on the TV. Yeah. <laughs> hey dad, are we, are we how are we doing on soap? Can you can you order me some more soap? You know, I mean, did you yeah. close, Dad? Did you uh, close the garage door? He goes, I closed the garage door, you son of a. <laughs> it's like, oh, all right. <laughs> Maybe we'll switch back to Siri for a couple hours. If this were my dad, he'd be in the garage all the time. I just would. He would be in no other room but the garage. Just like, just set him up out there. Yeah, just put him every now and then, kind of like uh, Shaun of the Dead. Just keep him in the garage. People I'm come over and be like, what happened? Didn't you spend all this money on a hologram of your father? I'm like, yeah, he just, just like my dad, just 
started leaving and going to the garage. <laughs> I put him in the living room and he said, put me in the garage. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know. He keeps saying he'll but be I, right back. He just wanders for hours out in the garage. I don't know what he's doing out there. But. Can you imagine the one person in the family that doesn't get hologrammed? How they would, you know, they're in like in the afterlife. And they're like, that son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm the one person not not there because they didn't what? They didn't like me? Yeah. Can you imagine that? What are we going to do for Aunt Millie's hologram? Uh, skip Aunt Millie. <laughs> Aunt Millie was a pain in the ass. <laughs> you just turn them off when you want. <laughs> but, it's messed up man but i mean think about it our faces have been scanned now more than ever we are all on video now more than ever there's more data collected on our expressions and well-being and and all of this stuff like how hard are we going to be to re be to recreate i, I well we're there it seems um well, at least 90 percent of the way there i'm sure the hologram isn't a 100% depiction. There's got to be, you know, as a person, as part of the family, they've got to see it and go, well, you know, it's not exact, yeah. but they're close. Yeah. To so me, this, I feel like we're very close. This is like when you went to go see the first movie and it was a silent, like talkies are around the corner. And then before you know it, there's going to be high definition TV, you know, and then 3d and then holograms, baby. Yeah, yeah. Jetsons were right. Right now, we're at a silent film and somebody playing the piano in the theater to go along with it. That's where we are right should, now. I think we should go back to that. That was that seems like a fun thing. Um, McDonald's. Picture, it, I'm sorry, because you could picture the the piano player like the Avengers is on screen and it's like, dun, 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 dun. you're like, oh, oh god, honey, it's Thanos. I would actually pay to see that. To, to... wouldn't that be fun? That would be fun. Do new movies, but in an old-fashioned silent movie way. That would be where the screen goes black and just the text comes on the, the screen. Letters. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> black and as Avengers assemble, and then they start running. You fast forward the running. <laughs> yep. Oh, the, the that would be. Let's someone do that. That's Whoever's watching this, if you have the means, do a silent movie theater with new movies i think that's a great idea that's a, it's kind of it's an interesting concept i think that would be really funny for some of these things a lot of the things that are going on now are very nostalgic like like records are coming back you know uh a lot of old-fashioned things yeah are now being you know it's all cyclical everything comes back as nostalgia yeah of the old video games the mcrib the mcrib can you believe my segue. it's been eight years since the McRib has been nationwide here in America? Eight years. Eight years? Yeah. I think when you, like, because it doesn't feel like it's been eight years since it's been in McDonald's, and I think that's because it's been here in New York. I think okay. we've, I think regionally they have it, but nationally it hasn't been everywhere in eight years, and Business Insider just got this breaking news that McDonald's is, bringing back the McRib in an attempt to save 2020. Well, thank you, McDonald's. Someone had to do it. And we left it to McDonald's, and that's a smart move. Listen, if all the baseball players could do is play baseball to help us get back to normalcy and the football players play football, <clears throat> what do you expect McDonald's to do but bring back the McRib? This is what they can do. Do what they do best. That's it. The only thing better would be if they brought back the McFlurry. But, you know, it's not St. Patrick's Day, so they made it like a special Christmas McFlurry. A Christmas McFlurry would be really good. Why don't they have a pumpkin McFlurry? Oh, I don't know. How let's do let's they... work for McDonald's and tell them what to do. Pumpkin McFlurry, a gingerbread, you know, something for the holidays. Just do everything that Starbucks is doing and just make it into a McFlurry. Like, how is that hard? Exactly. I, I don't, I don't know, man. Why do we have all the good ideas? We're spouting out billion dollar ideas here for people. I mean, come on. Yeah, we we don't have the means. We have the idea. We're idea people. We don't have. <laughs> after this, we'll just take a nap, and whatever we thought of will disappear. <laughs> That's true. If somebody came to us and said, "Here's the money to do that," we'd be like, "Yeah, but I'm a little tired." So, uh, no, I'll give me a McRib. I don't know if you know this, but I got to get some sleep this weekend because I have three hours of talking to do next week. So, <laughs> rest up. Got to rest up for that. 
I mean, um, I don't know if I've ever had a McRib. To be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, it's disgusting. Uh, it's completely it? gross. Yeah. I mean, it's supposedly a slab of ribs where they've just removed the bone from and stuck in between a piece of bread with a pickle. See, now, people love if it. if that's what it is, okay. But I, I get the feeling it's, it's meat compressed into the shape of rib. Yes, that's that's what I what I described is what the perception that they put out. What you described is actually how they make it. Is the reality? Okay. Yeah, there's a picture of it for those that are actually watching. That's the McRib oh, right there. God, got onions on it, pickles, Let's and see, the remove bread. the onions for me. I'm not an onion guy. Now, that... I'm not gonna lie to you. I yeah, you would you'd be repulsed by this because it's got raw onions. Frank does not do the onion thing. No, um, not so much. I like I've been on the healthier side of eating, so I'd crush one of these right now. Like I would I it would probably taste so delicious. But you know what? I think I had one of those a long time ago. And my experience with it, it could have been the one I got, if I'm remembering this right. I think it was the McRib. Don't hold me to that, but I think it was. And I bit into it and I remember just getting a mouthful of sauce and no like meat. Yes. Like you're expecting meat and you just bite into it and you just get bread and sauce. And it's, it just get, it made me gag. And I was like, this is not good. I'm it's like, a lot of sauce. And I think it's for people that like love sauce. Have they upgraded it from 20 years ago? I would. I, doubt, I don't know if McDonald's upgrades anything, to be perfectly honest with you. Right. I'm not entirely sure. I feel like the McNugget has gone through some kind of upgrade. I still love the McNugget. I mean, there's something about McNuggets. They're good. Their fries are great too. They're fantastic. You get a McNugget meal with the fries and the fountain soda. Oh, I'm set, baby. So hungry right now. So <laughs> hungry. I can't even tell you. Uh, I have a great idea for people for Halloween, Frank. Oh, what do you got? Because this Halloween Hologram? is going to be. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> How do you pull that off? Could you imagine if somebody's like, my boyfriend, it's been a challenging year financially, and my boyfriend got me. A hologram for my birthday, but oddly, it was Rob Kardashian. Yeah, he got the Rob Kardashian version. <laughs> that was the that, that was the demo version when you get Rob Kardashian free, and then you got to pay for the the rest of it. Strangest thing for my fortieth birthday, Rob Kardashian said he was proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and then he did a pee and left. Little pee and gone. That's it. Um. But before I share that, I want to remind you that the merch store is open. And Look at that merch. We've got not only our classic uh, Anthony on Air microphone, but we've just added a whole bunch of new stuff, including our Wife Life collection, which has only one thing in it now, which is this Mom's Not Now shirt, which I really do love. So for the mom or the wife out there that can't be bothered, you can get that nice little not now shirt. We also have nice the, huh? How nice is that? Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Is that a microphone in the, in the back of it? No, this is the front. These are all the fronts. The, the back. All right. Are... I'm looking at, it looks almost like there's like the back of the shirt has a microphone on it. Yeah. No, that's like the lady workout uh, tee you're looking at right there. And this one designed by Frankie C himself, the yep, silhouette. There we are. We have the now uh, before the podcast famous, but made re-famous by Jay Sabs, the That's What She Said t-shirt, which comes nice. in long sleeve. And similar to our microphone, we have the coffee cup, which you can see there in the comfort tea. We've got the glass of wine and a lady's boyfriend tea right there. And... The mug of beer, which you can see in a sweatshirt version right there. These are awesome. I got to get some of those. So all that merch is up. We'll link it in the uh, description on the uh, store. And, uh, of course, if you make a merch perch, it goes to help support the podcast. And we greatly appreciate that. Good merch. This is my idea for Halloween for all the adults, because obviously a lot of people, we can't have parties and things like that. So this is my idea. As you're taking the kids around to trick or treat, right? You want to do something fun this year for Halloween. You know, you got to, because you got to look, you got to find your own little joys in life. 
make up a bunch of cards on each one you write this phrase and as your kids are going around trick-or-treating not every car but a couple of cars slip the card in there you put it like in the windshield and on the card you write in your own handwriting i know what you did you take that and you just pop it on somebody's windshield and you just sit back and think about all the possibilities of what you just caused you just panic the crap out of a family a nice old lady. See, now I, I don't know if I can. I'm gonna have to go on the uh, the other end of this and say it's messed up, man. This is the greatest idea I've ever had because we can't have Halloween parties this year. If you want to have some fun, now if you really want to have some fun, like do it to your neighbor and put a camera out there all the time so you can actually watch what happens. But See, if, that's good fun. But You're doing it to a stranger. Yeah. Well, a stranger's fun. Too. It's all it's all good fun. Like, and here's what I would suggest: it's not because you're thinking that's dumb, man. Is it though? Here's what you do, like especially if you have a neighbor, write in the big girly writing, like that big curve, or get your wife to write it, you know what I mean? And then stick it on your neighbor's husband's car, but so that it's facing the wife's car. I mean, now this is just hours. So it's gonna say, it's gonna say, I know what you've done, or I know what you did? Yeah, just I know what you did, just that's it. You will freak out anybody who's cheating on their significant other. You will freak out anybody who's stealing from their boss. You will just, you're going to put a lot of people into a straight up panic. Right. Which would probably invoke some people to get authorities involved. I would imagine. I don't think so. Cause what do they do? I don't know if it's something serious. Prince. I don't know. Oh, wear gloves before I forgot to mention. Definitely wear yeah, gloves before nothing, you do it. Nothing strange going on here when you when whatever advice he's giving you starts with wear gloves. <laughs> so your prints can't be traced back to you. This sounds like a hell of a plan and I can see nothing going wrong. I feel like one of those, you know, when they, they invite those the cupcake expert on the Today Show and they come in and show you all the little holiday cupcakes. I feel like that only with this just is your version of that. This is my version of that. <laughs> How to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the Anthony's how to be a dick segment. Yeah. But the thing is, is if you do like 10 of them, you know, especially if you do it on one block, eventually they're all going to get it and they're going to be like, oh, this was just a gag. I should have never told my Hopefully. wife I was cheating on her. That's that was. You know yeah. what? If it, if it brings another cheater to justice, then then have at it. Because the people that have done nothing wrong are going to take it and go, this is so stupid, and throw it away. But the guy <laughs> the guy who's cheating on his wife is going to be like, oh, shit. You now, can you I mean? write underneath Happy Halloween? No. No. Just I know what you did. Just I know what you did. Can on the back be like a festive Halloween decoration? And then it's over too quick. Mm. You want somebody to sweat a little bit. Can there be like a red stain on it? No, because if, if you know, you don't want to. Yeah, that, that might be a little too. It's too much. Too down the rabbit hole. Yeah, just a regular piece of paper. Just regular pe- or a napkin or something. It wasn't paper anymore. You have paper in your house? <laughs> I don't think I have paper in my house. I got some paper somewhere, yeah. yeah. You know what's funny? I bought, I, I went to Staples or whatever a while back, and I saw a stack of paper. It was like a dollar ten or something. It was like a stack of printing paper. There's a ream of it, 500 sheets. And I went, you know what? I'm going to buy this because how many times do you, you, know, you have to write down a note or a list or whatever, and you never have paper. It spent about two days in my house, and we gave it away to someone who actually has a printer, and I was like, yeah, we're never going to need paper again. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid. You don't have a printer in your house? <laughs> no, do not. Yeah. I, I have. I didn't use it for the longest time, but ever since this distance learning thing was going on, we've had to print a whole bunch of crap, so I hook yeah, it back I up again. I don't have to print anything. I don't know why, but that's weird. Why shouldn't I? I should have to print something eventually. I do get so angry, and it happens on occasion where you're dealing with whatever, and somebody's like, yeah, fax it back to me, and you're like, what? Are you yeah, okay. for real? Yeah, let me get my carrier pigeon, and I'll send it to you. <laughs> Are you nuts? We just had something. It was, I don't know if it was for the school or if it was for a, an old medical bill for my wife from like when she had the kids or whatever. But they were like, yeah, we only take faxes. We had to like go online and find 
you have to get like a go to a Kinko's or a FedEx place or something. No, there's some things that like fax.com or whatever where you could go on and you can like what, send scan it? like attach a file and then yeah, we scanned it, attached the file and had to send it. It's like how archaic. Yeah, like I'm like they don't have an email address. Like they got a phone number but not an email address. Like who the who are these people? Yeah, fax machines. I don't know, man. They're rough. I mean, they they work and they're they're good. I mean, they they still have a purpose, I think, but I don't have one. I don't think I know anybody that has one. I mean, if you, unless you're working in an office, I don't have, you know, who has a fax machine? Who has a fax machine? Who is demanding that? I just watched Rob Kardashian wish his daughter a happy 40th birthday from the grave. And and people are still like, send me a fax? And why why are they like 10 feet tall fax machines? <laughs> like, they're know. huge. They're like the size of washing machines. What are we doing? Can I just fax something? On, like, why aren't they this big? You know? By the by the way, I, I will never forget this. I will never forget this for as long as I live. But when we were I don't know if you remember this, but when we were in grammar school, Frank and I went to the same grammar school. I don't remember who exactly. I want to say it was Nicole. I can't say last names. But we had a we had um a, an assignment to do a, like a report on technology. It was like something to do with technology. Like we had to write about something and how technology was affecting our lives. And do you remember any of this? This sounds familiar. I, I, I know that there's a, a good punchline to this, but I can't remember what it is. So, so Nicole, this girl, Nicole does it on the fax machine and we were in, I don't know, third. Well, actually it had to be like fifth or sixth grade. Seventh yeah. Grade. No. So maybe it was before you even came actually. So I think it was actually before you came, now that I think about it. Anyway. I, I feel like I know this story, but go ahead. She chooses the fax machine. So it's a little girl talking to a bunch of little boys and girls trying to explain the fax machine back in 1980-whatever. And uh, I remember part of the part of her presentation, her report, that you know you had to stand in front of the class and give it, was at a certain time when she was going to give the report, her mom was going to send a fax to the school like saying hello everybody and so we had to like she had to get special permission to to bring the class to pile into the principal's office because that's the only place where the fax machine actually was okay no i don't know this story but god <laughs> and so we're standing in the principal's office and we're, we're like all the kids we pile into the principal's office now we're waiting for this and she's like it's gonna be incredible she's like paper is going to come through the wires and out this machine and we're like get out of here this is to so be fair it's like 30 years later and i still don't understand how fast machines work <laughs> it's a wire how the hell is oh god anyway. but sure enough this thing starts spitting out this paper and like you said it's a box and we're children so all we see is a box and one wire plugged into the wall and she's like and she pulls open the thing and it says, hi, everybody. And she holds up and she goes, see, it came through the wires. And we were like, oh, paper goes through wires. Mind blown. <laughs> I no to idea be fair. There was a tray of paper. That's in still there. astounding. It still astounds me. <laughs> I don't get it. and I sound old when I say it, but if someone could, ex a fax machine, I, I don't get it. You Even TV, how the hell? Oh, and also it, signals and crap, but they figured this out 80 years ago. It's like, it still boggles my mind. It's amazing how radio works to me. Like Radio you, too. Who the it, hell discovered radio waves and how you could turn that into, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, that you can this, talk into this. we're talking on right now. Yeah, and then it goes and then it's, and then you That's, hear, somebody hears it somewhere. Yeah. I could almost, almost understand how it's all wires and like, you know, if I talk to you on the phone, all right, it's all connected somehow. But this is wireless. This I'm talking to you on my iPad. It's not plugged into anything. And, and it's instant. It's and crazy. it's insane to me. It's crazy. How so I I had I, I had this conversation too the other day with a guy that I work with at the radio station. Cause I was saying, because you know, it's day, daylight saving. We have to move the clocks this this weekend. So I have an alarm clock, right? That just plugs into the wall. It's an alarm clock. It's not any. And I said to him, I go, I, I bought it. I didn't buy it at Brookstone, you know what I mean? Or Sharper Image. I bought it at CVS. It was like nine dollars. 
I plug it into the wall and whenever there's a time change, it just does it by itself. I'm like, how the hell does it's it digital? Know? It has, it's like, you know, it has those little, you know, like the numbers are in those little dashes, that kind of clock. Yes. Yes. Okay. Is, does it have the date on it? No. There's no. no date programmed into it. No date. I think it might show the days of the week, but there's no date. There's no dates on it. So Is he's, it a radio as well? He's, it's a radio as well. Maybe something somehow through the he, radio. I don't know. He said that there is one radio station, I think in Arizona. It's a shortwave radio station. And he's this may and I believe him. I didn't have a chance to back it up and look at look it up, but I believe him. <laughs> he says that this one station, radio station, sends out the time to devices every anywhere any device that has an antenna on it, which this has an antenna, it'll send it the, it'll send out the time signal and that your alarm clock changes time based off of that one radio station sending out a shortwave signal throughout the country and it receiving it through its antenna. Yeah. I don't know. Because the this, radio stations uh, historically don't reach that far. Even AM stations from Arizona to here. Yeah. Well, but shortwave. So you can, yeah, you, you can, it can definitely reach that far. You can have a, you can have a, an AM signal reach across the country. There's just so much yeah, stuff all in the way. Up, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and other stations and other signals that mess it up. And but this somehow makes it through. That's what he said. And this was a station that, like, years and years and years ago, it used, used to tune into it and be like, at the sound of the tone, it's, it's you know, 535. You know, so, and that's what it used to so be. Now every station does that almost. Now every All station does stations. that. So they decided that they'll convert that. They'll use that to be the little thing that just beams out. So if you have a device in your home that's just plugged into the wall and not internet-powered or whatever... That's the thing that's actually making it change the clock on its own. That is freaky. And what is equally ironic about that is that I believe Arizona, if I'm not mistaken, is one of the only states that doesn't obey sa daylight savings time. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. It's like it's on, you know, sometimes it's mountain time. Sometimes it's Pacific time because... It doesn't set the clocks either in either direction when it comes around. I That's believe it's funny. Arizona. That's pretty funny. Yeah, and he yeah. said he said that if your if the clock in your radio in the in your car does it, like let's say you have an older car, 10, 15 years old, um, that it's actually the local radio stations that are doing that because they send out RDS signals that will like tell yeah. you what song is playing. Those things will also change your clocks for you. Then how come I gotta set the clock myself every time? I know. Yeah, I, I can't it just do it. Can't the, the signal do it for me every day? I make I, sure my clock is exact. I think it depends on the car, but I, one of my cars does it. The other car doesn't. My old junker that I run around with doesn't. Well, seems seems yeah. like there's a few holes in this story. I there's, don't know. There's a lot of holes in this story, but it, he could be totally lying to me. But that's what he told me yesterday, and I was like, "That oh. sounds great." Yeah, that <laughs> sounds. You know, what it sounds like it sounds like a really smart person. Messing with a couple of really dumb people. <laughs> they know the he knows the answer. He knows what he's saying is crap, but he's just screwing with us. Yeah. Uh, grab your subscription to uh, Hero Soap Company. So just like the clocks, you can just have soap show up at your door and you never have to worry about ordering soap ever again. Like clockwork. Like clockwork, my friends. Save 20% off using the promo code Anthony right now. Click the link in the description of this episode or the banner at anthonyonair.com to order your soap. Again, when you buy a bar, they send a bar to the troops. And part of the money that they uh, take in goes to buy homes for uh, veterans coming back from serving. Uh, and on top of that, it's just like a premium, high-quality soap. If, like, if you love Starbucks because it's like a premium, high-quality coffee, you're going to love this soap because it's not mass-produced and it's made and by hand. And they also have liquid soap now, too. They have the bar and they have the liquid. They do, yeah. I've been meaning, I got to get them to send me over. I want to try some of that. Um, but they, they do have that, and they're having a gift pack in time for Ooh. the holiday. So it comes in like a nice box with a bunch of stuff. So there's a good idea. Yeah. If you got a real, like, if you got somebody, a real patriot in the family that, you know, 
that loves the country yeah. and helping the troops out and also maybe has an odor issue, it's going to be perfect well, for them. It's someone who likes or needs soap. <laughs> Even if they don't have an odor issue, it's going to be great for them. So uh, check it out. Link in the description. And again, every bar that you buy goes and helps support our show as well. That's it for me, Beautiful Frankie. See, you got anything else? Just want to wish everybody a happy, healthy, and safe. Be safe on Halloween. Yes. Without, no matter what you're doing, you might be trick-or-treating, you might not be. But just be safe, mask up, Yes. and uh, you know, take care of each other and just look out for each other. And we'll see you before, I don't know if Frank will see you, but uh, we'll definitely do one more episode before the election. So, a little bit of an election episode next time around. Uh, oh, there you go. Hardcore commitment from Frankie C. I'll try. A hardcore commitment of I'll try is not really a commitment. <laughs> that doesn't do anything. What are you giving out? Skittles and Milky Ways? Is that what you are Milky Ways, baby. Yeah, we're just going to put a thing at the bottom of the steps uh, on our front porch. People could come up and just grab something. Yeah, I think we're doing I think we're doing Kit Kats this year. I don't know why or how we landed on Kit Kats, but Kit Kats work. I guess so. They do the job. I think it's because I'm I'm trying not to be such a gluttonous pig and my wife knows I don't really care for Kit Kats. I think that's how it happens. <laughs> the best is I mean if we're going to be serious here Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Yeah. Those are the best. You get those you're on cloud nine. But we didn't want to do anything. Uh, I think there's a there might be a peanut allergy on the block so we kind of stayed away from peanuts. Ah, very good. Very good. Yes. All right. Yes. Have a great Halloween. Stay safe. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Links and everything else over at AnthonyOnAir.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe on Facebook and YouTube. See ya.